Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Really excited about our next guest because I don't think we've ever had him on the show. Very talented guy at CBS Sports. I saw him at the draft combine. He is our guru on all things the intersection of college and professional hoops, including, of course, last night's draft. And he happens to be, not that this should matter or does matter, but a great person. He's a great guy. He's Kyle Boone. Kyle the Boone, which is a great Twitter handle, on Twitter. And he joins me now. Kyle, what's up, buddy? Wow, what an introduction. Check is in the mail. That's fantastic. I take cash, as you know. Just sell, just sell me. Uh, thanks for joining us. I know last night, obviously, crazy busy day, and I normally wouldn't do the cliched, what do you think about the number one overall draft pick question, but obviously Victor Webanyama is this at least hoped-for generational talent. Uh, cutting through the hyperbole, what, what do you expect long-term? What do you expect short-term from the Spurs' new star? Yeah, this is a guy who I think is going to be immediately impactful for for the Spurs next season. He's seven foot five. He has an eight foot wingspan. He just played in the toughest league in France in the Pro A and led the league in scoring and rebounding and block shots. He was the All Star Game MVP. He was the league MVP. He took Mets ninety two to the Pro A Finals. Um, his size, his skills, his scoring ability, I think will be translatable from day one. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how he makes this transition because he's going essentially from playing once a week in the pro A to playing an 82 game schedule. I think that's, that's going to be rigorous. That's going to be challenging. And I imagine that the Spurs will have a plan in place to slowly ease him in and transition him from the pro A to the NBA Short term, he's the favorite to win Rookie of the Year. I think he will win Rookie of the Year, assuming he qualifies for the for the minimum game threshold. Long term, I think three, four, five years down the line, this is someone who's going to win Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, he will be in the MVP conversation. And here I am adding to the hyperbole here. I can't help myself. He's a really exciting prospect. I love it. Kyle Boone here on, on the show. Kyle, one of the really interesting things last night of, of the draft coverage, and if I may be – unkindly candid from my own perspective you don't have to comment on this one of the only interesting things about uh, ESPN's draft coverage last night uh, I thought was a couple times Webanyama being asked about his size right his his lack of muscle muscle is how thin he is and him pushing back and having a perspective that that he feels like he's built properly and he'll fill out but he doesn't feel the need to put on a whole bunch of bulk just from a physical durability perspective, right? Just hit the physicality of the NBA and, and big men trying to stay healthy, 
What do you make of his, how he's built? And I know it's guesswork, Kyle Boone, but the, the likelihood he can stay healthy over his career. Yeah, I, I think he has a great response to this, which is people ask him, why don't you bulk up? And his, his answer is, why don't other people skinny up? And I, I think that's pretty good. Uh, he's definitely prepared for this question. Um, I talked to NBA scouts about Victor Wiminyama's kind of size and his length. When you're seven foot five and you look as skinny as he does, it definitely looks awkward. It's not something that we've ever seen before. Um, but his team has, has put a plan in place that I think has been sustainable for him. He, he had an injury riddled season two years ago. When he was playing with Asbel in, in the pro way, he comes to Mets 92 this past season. He played every single game with Mets 92. And um, you can, you can do some research on kind of his preparation and how he, how he prepares his body. But, you know, be- before games, he does like big toe workouts. He does bear crawls on the floor. Um, this is a guy who, who isn't really focused on adding weight and adding muscle to his frame. And it feels a little bit, like when Kevin Durant came out of Texas, it's like, you know, he's, he's a great basketball player, but will the frame hold up? Is he strong enough? And the truth is like the strength didn't really matter because he was so skilled. It feels a lot like that with Victor Wiminyama. He's a great defensive talent. Um, he's super skilled for his size at being able to put the ball on the floor and to score it. So um, I think the durability is obviously a question that is relevant because someone at his size, um, we've just really never seen anything quite like it. Uh, but, you know, the production, assuming he's going to stay healthy, um, is, is going to be there in the NBA. Uh, if I can just address Wemby, uh, Wemby, some of us are trying to, th- to thin up, I promise. It's just it's easier. <laughs> it's easier said than done. Uh, Kyle Boone here on the program. Kyle, you, this is your area of expertise the draft certainly not mine but but in talking to general managers and guys that run scouting departments across the nba in much more sort of genular terms not the granular way and the expert way you are but in talking to those guys most of them i mean i'm trying to give you an an exception thoughts in a vacuum scoot henderson was just was a better was a better prospect without context than brandon miller and yet brandon miller is the guy that goes number two to, to charlotte what did you make of of that decision by Charlotte in choosing Miller over over Henderson. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. It, it feels a little bit like they prioritized fit over talent. Um, I think Brandon Miller is a great player. Uh, when I talked to NBA scouts about Brandon Miller, the projection from college to the NBA is is very seamless. He's six foot nine. He shoots 39 percent from three point range as a freshman at Alabama. He led the SEC in scoring in box score plus minus in win shares. So he's an impactful player too. He, he really engages on defense played at Alabama in a system that really focused and prioritized defense. So the fit next to LaMelo ball in Charlotte makes a ton of sense. And I think it is ultimately why they picked Brandon Miller over Scoot Henderson, but um, the, the consensus, or at least the, the majority of people that I talked to who scout the NBA for a living do believe that Scoot Henderson has has more star potential than Brandon Miller. So it's going to be an interesting kind of dichotomy to see how this unfolds over the next few years. Scoot Henderson, uh, an electric athlete, he's he's more of a lead guard. So I think there was maybe some questions about how he would fit next to LaMelo Ball. That is, uh, that's Portland's game because they end up getting a player who 
by all accounts, a lot of people believe that he could have been a number one pick in other drafts. So getting him at number three, obviously, I think that's tremendous value. And I think for Charlotte, uh, they're taking a swing and taking a gamble that Brandon Miller will be a nice sidekick next to LaMelo Ball to build around long term. All right, Kyle, let me wade into your area of expertise. And you, you, you tell me if I'm wrong, you push back here. I just... I didn't love the Jet Howard pick by Orlando. It, he, he seems potentially, I know it's all question marks, a little one-dimensional for me in terms of what he brings to the table. How did you feel about that fit? And if you did like it, because that was the first draft pick for me where I was like, I don't know, man. Did you like the pick? Are there any, any you didn't? Yeah, I, I actually thought it was okay. Um, the belief kind of coming into the draft, was that the Magic had circled Anthony Black at number six in Sharpie. They really liked Anthony Black. They liked what he brings on offense. He's a connective tissue-type piece. Defensively, he is one of the best, if not the best, on-ball perimeter defenders in this draft. And I think the idea was they get Black at number six, they come back at number 11, and add a shooter. That's why I had Grady Dick mocked at number 11. So... Uh, They did end up going and adding a shooter at number 11. That was Jet Howard. It felt a little bit rich. You know, I I thought that Jet Howard's range was probably somewhere in like just back half of the teens, like somewhere between like 15 and 20. Um, But this is a guy who, you know, went healthy last season at Michigan. He was kind of the go-to, the alpha of, of that Michigan team. He dealt with some injuries down the stretch of the season. Kobe Bufkin who ended up being a top 20 pick last night, uh, came on strong. And so Howard did not finish the season well. Um, but I think um, the, the Magic really wanted to prioritize shooting um, to, to kind of complement Paolo Bencaro and Franz Wagner and, and what they got last night and Anthony Black. So on paper, it actually makes kind of sense. It's, it's a little bit rich for my blood, but I actually did not hate uh, Jed Howard going as high as he did. Did you love Grady Dick's outfit, or was it atrocious? Give me an evaluation on his fashion sense. <laughs> oh man, you are asking the wrong person on. Oh, fashion. me too, brother. Um, <laughs> I actually, I actually liked it. I felt like okay. it was kind of a, a a way to pay homage to to the Kansas Jayhawks. He ends up going to the Raptors and and wearing Raptors red. So, uh, as someone who does not specialize in fashion, I liked it. I probably personally could not pull it off, but if anyone can. Uh, I felt like it was Grady Dick. Yeah, I mean, look, I love the swagger and confidence. Uh, give me, Kyle Boone, give me, and every year I know this is hard to do, but you know the history. Most of these guys are going to fail. I mean, that's just the harsh reality. Most of these guys are not going to succeed at the level that their teams would hope for. And frankly, even in the top three, historically speaking, it's very rare all three guys are going to have successful careers at the level teams are, 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 are aspiring to. In the In the lottery, give me a pick that you think, and I know we don't know, is the most likely not to work out, to be a problem. Yeah, I, I think Bilal Koulibaly um, is probably the biggest boom or bust prospect in, in the lottery taken this year. He goes uh, at number seven to the Washington Wizards. This is a guy who, who played next to Victor Wiminyama this past season with Mets 92 over in the Pro A and really came on strong. He actually did not even start the season with Mets 92 and down the stretch of the season, really emerged in the playoffs and helped take that team to the Pro A Finals. He's six foot eight. He has a seven foot two wingspan. He actually shot it pretty well from three point range. Um, he's he's a really toolsy prospect. Really good on defense. 
Um, he's a good slasher. He can create his own offense. Uh, it feels a little bit like he could either be a superstar and one of the biggest values of this draft, or in a few years we look up and, and he's kind of just another guy, just a rotation piece or maybe a bench piece. Um, I like the swing for the Wizards at number seven. It's a big risk. There's, there's definitely a huge payoff if he hits. Uh, but I think there's there's also some some risk here that maybe he's he's not the player that maybe people expected. They could have maybe had a more of a sure thing um, at at number seven in this draft. Kyle Boone from CBS Sports here on the program. I'm Bill Ryder. This is CBS Sports Radio. In the show, unfortunately, it was actually named by CBS Sports HQ. Is Ryder uh, than you, uh, Mr. Boone? <laughs> um, we've seen. Look, I know that that the odds of there being a Nikola Jokic in, in this draft, right, a second round guy in the 40s becoming a world-changing player are, are unlikely, but we've seen Draymond Green drafted late in drafts. It is not impossible for teams to find and develop stars, even Giannis where he was drafted in terms of his impact, and have them be be really important down the line. Is there a name or two maybe outside of the lottery that if everything goes the right way, if everything clicks, you, you think has a lot of upside? Yeah, I'll throw two at you here. Uh, Nick Smith Jr. goes to the Charlotte Hornets, at number 27, thought that was a little bit later than, than where I anticipated he would go. Uh, played in only 17 games this past season with Arkansas, dealt with knee injuries. But coming into college, he was the number one prospect in the class of 2022. He's a wiry combo guard, can score it. He can put the ball on the floor. Um, I think he has real star potential. That's really, really hard to find in the 20s. And uh, getting him in the back half of the first round, I thought was a nice little little gamble here for the Hornets. Uh, another one I'll add, Leonard Miller uh, from G League Ignite ends up slipping to the second round. The Timberwolves take him at number 33 last night and averages a double-double last season in, in points and rebounds with G League Ignite. Down the stretch of last season, I think he was playing like the best prospect from that league. Uh, brings a lot of size. He has kind of a funky, kind of quirky game. Um, but I think it kind of works. And if you're talking about funky and quirky, you kind of think about Nikola Jokic. Um, I don't think he's going to be a future MVP. I'm not even sure he's, he's going to be a future starter. But I like the talent there. He's really young. He's, he's developed at a, at a rate that I think is really impressive. Uh, I like what Minnesota did there, getting him at number 33 last night. Uh, Kyle Boone, congratulations on being through the draft, incredible work yesterday, and thank you. I know it's a long night last night. It's an early morning here. Very, very cool of you to jump on the show, buddy. Thanks for, thanks for making us smarter. Thanks for having me on. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 